This week on Excelsior Journeys, I have entrepreneur Christy Hohen here to talk to us about how after dealing with so much adversity in her life and going back and forth between the United States and Germany, she has developed an idea that really just kind of came out of nowhere and all of a sudden has turned it into an up and coming brand. She's talking about the talk of the table company and about the growing trend of table grilling and it's all coming from her inspiration. So I am really excited for you to hear this. JLD, do the honors. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. And you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. So would you say that that's kind of like the lightning bolt moment for And that's you, what the I moment? taught myself how to draw, was actually the Little Mermaid, drawing stills Mine of Ariel. On. I've got better things to do tonight than so die. He jumped out of his chair and said, who the F is this? I remember walking out of the theater with and saying, I'm going to write Halloween I'm sex. rather impressed with your research. Rarely do people ask me about children in the corner. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just do it. You know, throw yeah. some spaghetti yeah. against the wall. See this if it is sticks. George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. This is George Soroy. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in for over 100 episodes. And there's one thing that I can definitely say is a common. The best thing that, that I can say that's great about all of the different guests that I have with me on this show is how they all take their a sudden inspiration and take it as far as they can. And it's always amazing to see uh, someone really kind of start up and get get their get their brand out there, get their ideas out there. And it's just amazing to see that in action. And that's what we have here. My guest this week, Christy Hohen, had been dealing with a lot of various health issues while she was living in both the U.S. and in Germany. And it was during the time that she lived in Germany, that's when a sudden catalyst of inspiration came to her. And that led to what she has eventually turned into table grilling. And that has led us to the development of her own company, Talk of the Table, which has already started to really build up in, in awareness and social media awareness. And has I'm thrilled to see, to see this kind of growth happening just really out of nowhere. And it's so much fun to see how someone can take that one little hint of an idea and turn it into something amazing. And as we celebrate Thanksgiving, I have the ideal guest here for us for this week. So it is my pleasure to introduce to you, Christy Hohen. Christy, how are you? I'm really great. Thank you so much, George, for having me today. And thank you so much for being here. Now, now I only touched on the start of it all because I feel like I can't really do it justice. Everything that you have gone through and everything that you've been able to really kind of adapt to and and all of a sudden create something pretty amazing. I think that's, uh, that's definitely cause to be celebrated. So, so can you tell us a little bit about, about Talk of the Table itself, and then we can talk about how everything uh, came from there? Yeah, sure. So I lived in Germany for seven years. And while I was there, we would do this um, thing called raclette, where you would have a, a grill and the table. And it was kind of a specialty thing. And and uh, it had little trays that you put cheese in and there was just kind of a process. So we did it on special occasions like New Year's. Mm -hmm. And when we moved stateside, I had two small children 
And I was trying to think of something we could do that would be fun and the kids could learn to cook. And I thought, well, gosh, why couldn't we just put pancake griddle on the table? Mm-hmm. Not even realizing that nobody was doing this. Yeah. And so we started cooking like tacos and sliders and kid-friendly kind of foods. And the kids were digging it and they really? were learning to cook and they were helping each other. So it just became like this ball that started rolling and we started inviting friends over. I called it table grilling. Nice. And the kids would say, mommy, can we invite friends over? We want a table grill. <laughs> yeah. And so that's where it all just kind of exploded, I think. Yeah. So so before we go into like the full origins and everything, <laughs> tell us a little bit about the setup itself. Because you said you had like, you set up the pancake griddle right in the middle of the table, right? And yeah. you have like an extension cord just kind of allowing it to plug in. Yeah. So we put the grill on the table and got extension cords. And I used some Velcro to make sure it was secured against table legs. So no slipping or tripping over cords. And then I had these little spatulas that we used for raclette, but they were quite little. I wanted something a little bit longer in case you had splatters and things Mm. like that. So that's kind of the basic setup that we started with. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Excellent. So it sounds like it's it's one of those great, you know, little inspiration things that just kind of you're able to take what was already at your disposal and then right. turn it into something. Pretty just incredible. using it in a completely different way. And, and yeah. that was kind of that little twist. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it had occurred to me that, of course, big riddles aren't something everybody has anymore. It used to be when I was young. Mm-hmm. quite old. <laughs> when I was young, everybody had them. It was homewarming gifts. It was everybody owned a pancake griddle. Mm-hmm. And uh, now with all the, the ovens having built-in griddles and, and things like that, you don't see it as often. And yeah. people usually just get them like at the holidays and to have extra space uh, to cook something because they have a house full. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, wow, this could be a mutually beneficial for myself and for the industry of table grills. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. And so, and so what, what prompted the name talk of the table? Like that's, that's a good, like kind of rolls really well off the tongue. Yeah. Okay. So it has a two, two meanings to it. Mm-hmm. One of them is you really sit around the table talking. And that was the thing, bringing my kids together at the dinner table. And then, of course, friends together at the dinner table. It's a slow cooking process. You don't make your entire plate at once. You're making bites of your dinner at a time. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's not a a 30-minute done (laughs) away from the table. It could be an hour, two hours, depending on how you cook. And then secondly... When you have such an amazing way to cook at the table, if you are entertaining, you are definitely going to be the talk of the table. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And and it also sounds like it really allows you to kind of forego a bunch of leftovers just kind of sitting around because like if you're feeling if you're feeling hungry enough to make some to make your seconds, go ahead and do it. But if you're not feeling it, if you feel like it's a whole process to go through it all then you right. can say, all right, I'm done. So it sounds like it's going to it's gonna also work to promote a lot of healthier eating. 
It is. And that is the key, really. You can take it any which way you want. You want to go more junk foody, sliders, mm-hmm. whatever. But even right. sliders, you can make them healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are vegan, vegetarian, whatever you are, you can still use the grill. And we've had, I've had up to 22 people at the table at one time on mm-hmm. four different grills. And we had the vegetarians on one end, and then the <laughs> carnivores on the other, and then right. in the middle is kind of the middle ground people. And that way, everybody was able to cook in the way that they really enjoyed. Yeah. And one of the biggest things for, for me is when you're cooking this way, you were mentioning leftovers. Mm-hmm. So everything is separate. So you have your, your vegetables and your meats and, and cheeses if you're using them all separate. And so you can take whatever's left over and create anything you want Mm -hmm. after that. You don't have to grill it again, or you don't have to do whatever. A lot of times I'll take and make a big stir fry or something, depending on what leftovers we have. So there's all sorts of ways to do it. Oh, that's great. That that is terrific. Now, now, a lot of things, a lot of times on this show, practically every episode, I always talk about that lightning bolt moment, which is that moment in time when someone experiences something, sees something, sees someone, meet someone, hear something, whatever. And it just forces them to point in that direction and say, that's the kind of person that I want to be. And what I, what I've noticed from researching your story, your story really begins with in this, in this case, in talk of the table really started almost like it was born out of adversity. There was a a lot that you were dealing with. Can you tell us a little bit about, about that? Yeah, sure. I have lost both legs below knee. And so, oh, it it didn't happen overnight. It was a a process where in 1996, I I lost my first leg. And then in 05, I lost the other due to circulatory issues that caused painful ulcerations that ended up with me biting the first leg for 12 years. And I felt like I really lost 12 years of my life in that mm. battle because I was in and out of the hospital on um, medications and therapies and just never ending. And mm. I, at the end of 12 years, when it opened all back up again, I said, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I wanted my life to be richer. I mm. wanted it to be richer for myself and my son. Right. And so uh, when the other foot got bad, then later I, I just couldn't do that. I couldn't go through another 12 years of fighting it. And so it it was my choice, but I felt like I really didn't have another choice because sitting on the sofa with my foot elevated was not going to be how I ended up spending my life. Yeah. That's not living. No, that wasn't living. It's it's all about quality. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, that was the best solution. And um, unfortunately, I I was walking on two prosthetics for um, almost a year. Mm -hmm. And we lived in Germany. And I ended up getting frostbite on both of my legs. It was such a ridiculous thing. We were at a Christmas market and uh, with friends and my kids and not realizing that my legs were really cold. I was in a wheelchair Mm. because it was a really long way to walk and uh, dressed warm and feeling like we were nice and warm. My kids were warm. My hands were warm and not realizing until we got home that my um, legs were ice, ice cold and it took hours to warm them. And then within a week, the tissue started breaking down and 
they hospitalized me for a couple of weeks on like a mini chemo to uh, save the tissue. And they were able to do that, but everything was so sensitive and, and painful that again, for me, it's a quality of life issue. I was willing to forego wearing prosthetics and use my wheelchair. And so um, at home, I have one that, that raises up. And so I could reach everything I can cook and I can do all the things I could normally do. And so it never was such a, um, a huge thing for me. And there, of course, there were things that you have to do differently or whatever, but I was never the kind of person that was going to let that stop me. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just from just from what I know about you, just like it's I don't see anything. If It's like if you can go through that then what, whatever you, whatever you got life bringing on. Cause like, that's, it, it just sounds like you're, you're taking it on within just, just an amazing attitude that I would say is definitely envious. Without the ups and downs. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and so it's so important that no matter what life will throw you, mm-hmm. you know, go, I, I believe in leaning into things. I believe in leaning into sadness or pain or, or whatever it is, let yourself feel it yeah. because we can't just go around saying, Oh no, everything is wonderful. It's not always right. wonderful. And we don't, we learn to become more and more resilient when we lean into things and allow ourselves to feel it. And then we pull ourselves back out of it again. Yeah. And, and so that kind of muscle memory and strengthening that you get when you are literally on life or death situation and Mm -hmm. you pull yourself back out of it again, that makes you stronger for the next time. And there will always be a next time. That's the thing with life. Sometimes we, we have maybe not so much the life or death things happening, but we have relationships that change. And so when we go through these battles and we go through these things that we lean into and we pull ourselves back out of them, we are able to do this more and more easily as, as time goes on. And I don't know. I mean, I think just all the stuff that has been thrown at me, I have dealt with it in, in different ways. I mean, there, I'm going to tell you, there have been times I've been severely depressed, but I was able to get on the other side of it. And, um, is so thankful for the opportunity and, and for the, just the, the growth that happened from that. Mm-hmm. And I can truly say I turned a corner in, um, oh, it's been two and a half years ago. I turned a corner. My marriage has dissolved and it was, it was a good thing. It was a positive forward moment in my life or time in my life. And I was able to really look at myself and what I wanted for these next years, yeah. looking at, I'm 56 years old now, and well, I'm 56, I'm turning 57 in December. And I, I just, I, I didn't want that for myself and, yeah. or the sadness or the, I, I just knew there was more out there and yeah. I was going to get it. And I was going to roll as fast as I could with it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at now. That's great. That's great. Now, um, now having that inspiration and being in being in Germany, seeing the way that that is set up, and then adapting it over here, and mm-hmm. then like once you and then getting to have it for the family, and then 
have it as entertainment for parties and everything. When did you realize that you really had something here? When everybody who's coming over for dinner, they didn't even recognize the grill. It was so funny. You take it out of context, right? And everybody's like, where'd you get this? I've never seen something like this. Mm -hmm. And and so it just was so funny. I'd say, it's a pancake griddle. No, you're kidding me. (laughs) And so then friends were like, well, wait, I, I want your recipes. What what spice did you use? What what did you do? Mm-hmm. And then I had a friend who, uh, her husband was a product development expert. Oh, okay. And, and she knew about it through other friends, and she wanted to try it. And then she said, "I want my husband to see this." And so he came over with that with her and and some other guests, and and we had a, a big dinner and. The wheels started turning, of course, and mm-hmm. they're encouraging me. Well, at that point, I I had been thinking, well, I could put together like a little kit. Right. So I, I was something small and, and whatever. And then we were talking and he's like, Christy, you need to think a lot bigger with this. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was looking at him going a lot bigger. What do you mean? He goes, think <laughs> about it. Yeah. Where could you go with this? And so we start talking and then our ideas are building and building on each other. And all of a sudden we had, you know, this plan, like we, we could see it having multi-levels, spices, sauces, marinades available, and Mm -hmm. then a line of um, accessories for the table. But then Cobra, my, my goal right now is to be able to attract the attention of some leading brands and I want to co-brand with them. Oh, and I want nice. Table grilling yeah. to the tables and branding them as table grills and having a bag and all the spatulas and recipes and, and things like that. Yeah. And then even the big plan is to co-brand with a meal kit delivery companies. And so you oh, can have nice. all of your ingredients prepped. Yeah. Like blue apron. Yeah, like exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that those are things that are in the works right now. And in the meantime, I've just become an Amazon influencer. Mm-hmm. And so I have my own storefront. Excellent. And so yeah, thank you. And it's talk of the table company. Mm-hmm. And so I am going to have all of the existing products that are on the market available wow. to everyone. And that way it's kind of one-stop shopping until mm-hmm. I get to my goal of co-branding. That's fabulous. That is so cool. I love, I love this. I love the clear plan through everything. Just like, just, we're going to do this and then we're going to do this and then we're going to do this and then we're going to have that. And then those people are going to come over here. That's, that's terrific. That's so many people are just like, I'm going to do this. And then way over there, I'm going to, that's going to happen. It's just like, yeah, no, you have you to gotta... take those steps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't... Especially with the age of uh, social media, it's not in long gone are the days where you could call up a company and say, Hey, let's uh, collaborate because I have right. a really good idea. Now you have to have followers. Now you have to have the mm-hmm. social media pro- uh, you know, presence. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm kind of old school and I've had to learn this is a, a different way. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like stone soup. Like, what do you bring it to the table? Yes, Literally, yeah. you know, just Literally. Yeah. <laughs> bring it to the table. <laughs> so, so with so the kind of grill that you have, like the sort of pancake grill. Because I'm trying to get like the 
trying to get it illustrated in my mind. And yeah. I see that, like, I know that like when it comes to a lot of grilling, there are, there's opportunities for some popping and some grease splattering or anything like that. Have, you've already taken that into account at the beginning, right. correct? Right. So one of the things is you don't want to use very much oil, you yeah. know, just a tiny, tiny bit of oil. And that way you do eliminate a lot of the splatters and, and then not putting on really saucy. If you're going to use like a saucy type of a marinated meat, you don't need the oil, right? So yeah. there's that you know, kind of um, thing where you avoid it altogether. Mm -hmm. Just like if you're cooking on a stove, you always have splatters and things. But one of the things I do is I enjoy using paper on the table. And oh, nice. so okay. the paper absorbs all the splatters and keeps everything clean, which is another opportunity to earn money and, and selling paper rolls. There you go. There you go. <laughs> we're, we're looking at like, imagine a trip around the country where you are starting out here in LA yeah. and talk of the LA table and a bunch of recipes and collaborating with some food truck chefs. And uh -huh. we're going to do quintessential oh, LA nice. cuisine, right? Kind of bring, kind of bring it cross country, just like kind exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah. And the rolls of paper are going to be maps of LA and trivia and all sorts of things that you could just have on your table. And those are great conversation starters and mm -hmm. a really practical solution to any of the splatters. Yeah. And you, you basically just like get that food truck going. You can take it on route 66 and just yes, yeah. travel, travel through there. Like yeah. that would, and you can, table, you know, yeah. all these quintessential kind of uh, cuisines that we know across the country, whether you're down in the bayou or mm -hmm. up through Tennessee and uh, mm -hmm. of course, New York, you got to have course. Taco art table. Of course. Yep. <laughs> It'd be a really fun across the country. And then you may just hit Europe. So then you, of course, I can do some mean spetzel and bratwurst and, and things like that. Oh, the there table. you go. <laughs> there you go. Have you thought about going the distance and really kind of opening up restaurants? I would have this? You know, that has been, that has been put out there for me a few times. There are a couple of chains that they do like pancakes. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's, I, I find it hilarious that it's been limited to pancakes, but yeah, yeah that's what they're doing. Pancakes at the table. Oh, really? I did not know. Yeah. I didn't know that they, that there were restaurants that did that. Yeah. That's there's cool. a couple of them and, and one of them has just popped up recently. So it's been interesting right now. I am super um, excited just about where we're at and where we're the goals that we have and yeah. partnering with these companies is going to be just opening up so many um, possibilities and direction and focusing my uh, energy on getting these different cookbooks. Mm -hmm. I want to have talk of the vegan table, uh, oh, nice. talk of the teen table. I mean, my teenager. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have heard from so many people how wonderful it's been for their kids to yeah. learn to cook. Talk just of doing the kids table. Like, just, talk you know. kids table. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and so one of the grills that we work with, and I don't know if I should say a brand on here or not. Mm -hmm. Tell me, are you okay with the brand? If they, if they, if they hear it and they want, they're interested, okay. then great. All right. So one of the brands that I have been working with a lot is Dash and their oh. particular grill has cool touch side on four sides. And they oh. are the only grill out there that, that has that. 
and they come in fabulous colors. Mm-hmm. And so those are the ones that I promote the most and um, I recommend. Nice. And, and they are on my Amazon store. So mm-hmm. those are um, all available. And what I love about them is the safety of that. And so yeah. if you have children, of course, little kids who, who maybe reach out and could touch it accidentally, you mm-hmm. want their hands far enough back and you can position the grill. And yeah. that's what we did with my grandkids. You just put it out of their arm's reach, but you yeah. could, they could hold the little paddle and mm-hmm. they can still turn their food and feel like they're a part of the process. And I think that's the key. That's great. I love it. I love it. So I just, and I think that I definitely think that the working with companies like Blue Apron definitely seems like a really good way to go, especially now that we still haven't as a nation really gotten to get back out 100% from the pandemic. So always coming up with different things like that, that people can do and use at home. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a big plus right there. So um, when a lot of families are on a budget, right. And you're you're in the situation where you could really have fun, entertaining way to cook at home Mm -hmm. and not be spending a lot of money. And so if you want to just prepare all your ingredients and and you just follow our recipes, or maybe you have recipes of your own, Mm -hmm. it's a way for you to, to do this with very minimal investment. The, yeah. um, the grills start at about $30 and they go to really? about $70. Yeah, they're very affordable. Wow. Oh, Super. that's great. Yeah. And so you can have two grills. You can have four grills. You can have your favorite team colors. I mean, there's a lot of different colors oh, that they great. have in the dash grills. And mm-hmm. so my daughter, she's at Berkeley. And I bought oh, her nice. one that's in yellow that should go for the um, bears. So Oh, perfect. Yeah. That's, that's and, perfect. And so when we get bags, I mean, that was another level of the products is some bags so that people can just hang them up and not have to worry about storing them. Yeah. And then if they want to go to Aunt Betsy's and, and uh, table grill with her, they could just take the bag when it has the spatulas and some recipes and everything all in it. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. And it also kind of opens the door for a lot of tailgating as well. Exactly. You know, well, if you have electricity, you can yeah. definitely do it. And yeah. um, that's where I'm looking into team logos and, mm-hmm. and things like that for the bags. So oh, that would be a lot of fun. I know, I know my, I know my father would definitely do really well with one of the, uh, at least, well, he did like when he was, when he had the season tickets for the Giants games, but because those are long since gone since he moved down to Florida, but the, but yeah, I, uh, there's so many memories of just grilling up something for, uh, for our tailgating before we went in and watched the game. So, yeah. And yeah, more, if you've got no electricity, yeah. I mean, that is the only restriction in this. You can yeah. do it indoor or outdoor, as long as you have a outdoor rated extension cord, which would yeah. be a three prong. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so those are all clearly marked on there. And that's something where we're looking at what accessories do we want to have? How far do we want to go with these recommended type of extension cords and and things like that. But the grills themselves are rated uh, for indoor or limited outdoor use. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I mean, that's, that's fitting with the brand as well, because I mean, it's one thing to have a, have a, you know, regular grill and everything that's outside, like any other grill, but to have it inside, like that's where the real, that's where the real magic is for this, 
for this company and for this whole movement, really. Like it's, right. it's really something the way that the way that it is really caught on. Um, well, the you- exciting part is yes. some of the insiders in the industry have said this is going to become more popular than the fondue pot. So nice. That, that's not a bad uh, thing to that's hear. That's not bad at all. That's <laughs> not bad at all. That is, yeah. Have you have you um, been able to set up any sort of demonstrations over at supermarkets or anything like that? Not yet, not yet. And those sort of things are in the works. And right now, it's just building that uh, kind of brand branding that that talk brand of awareness. Yeah, the place to go for this. Yeah. Obviously, it's not something I have trademarks on or anything. It's 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 just a it's a passion project right now and being able to get that following that all of these companies need that is the key and so i'm doing my store on amazon and getting those followers i will be able to do live demos on amazon Excellent. so that's going to be a fun thing for the holidays yeah yeah just it it's 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 right at that great like kind of sweet spot where you can just feel like everything moving and it's not just (laughs) wouldn't it be cool if we can do this you're doing it you're like it's happening and and not only that but it's already getting results and so it's it's wild to see that kind of that kind of momentum just really kind of coming out of nowhere out of just like this random piece of inspiration that has has done so much And and that's the thing. I think that the most simple of um, ideas Mm -hmm. um, are the ones that end up being just amazing things. So that, and I thought, well, why not me? Why couldn't I be that? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And, and too many, too many people forget to ask that question or they neglect to ask it. So, so if you have someone comes up to you and they may not have, they may not have some, like an idea in mind for, for cooking, but they have an idea for something like it's There's something that's kind of gnawing at them, but you can see that sort of potential in them. They're not just going to sit it out and just be like, oh, I should have done this. What kind of advice would you give that? But do the scary stuff. I, I walked away from this at one point for two years Yeah, because I thought it was too big. Mm-hmm. And I, I was I kept saying, no, 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 no. I don't know this. I don't know that. Uh, it's, it's too much. It's too big. And I realized that was, that was not who I am, number one. Mm, yeah. But secondly, everyone says, how do you eat an elephant? Right? One bite at a time. Yep. And I just started taking off these smaller bites. Yeah. I started surrounding myself with people who know a lot more than me mm-hmm. and taking advice, listening to podcasts like your own, listening you. to people on Clubhouse, networking, yeah. uh, networking on Clubhouse in, enabled me to have a two page spread in food and beverage magazine. No kidding. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That is so, so cool. I love it. That's an industry magazine. They have over 13 million subscribers. Wow. And so it's just getting yourself in the right place. Mm-hmm. And not taking no for an answer. And I, I would say, you know, I, I don't ever tell people, oh, if I can do it, you can do it kind of thing. Right. Because I don't want anyone to think that um, that just because I have a disability that I that somehow the bar is lowered. 
Yeah, because you're not, you're not stuff. you're not letting it define you in the slightest. Yeah, you're you're pushing through in a way that is so inspiring and so motivating that I honestly, for anyone who's listening to this, like I don't see any reason why they can't just go ahead and just get themselves going with their idea with if they got a, like a book sitting in them or if they have just an idea for a product or something, just get it out there. Now, speaking of ideas for other products, have other people approached you to kind of like want to be a part of it with an idea of their own to add to what you have? Well, so right now I have a, a bunch of different um, products that want mm-hmm. me to um be a um, influencer for. And so I'm kind of going through them. I want to be particular. I Mm -hmm. want those products that are not only beneficial for my brand, but for my customers. You know, I I don't want to recommend something that I wouldn't want to eat. And so that's that kind of process is going on right now. And all of this is just starting because Obviously, with social media and, and things, things you have to have that following. You have to have those numbers. Oh yeah. But in the process, I'm doing parallel to this is getting back into legs, prosthetic legs after almost 16 years in a wheelchair. Oh, that's awesome. So that is that's awesome. Uh, and I've seen a little bit. I've seen like a couple of uh, pictures of that on Instagram. Yeah, yeah one of the reels. That, like yeah, I, I just, I just get so, ex- I got so excited for you. And so you're like, what? So if I may ask, how is the process? How's the progress going with that? Slow. (laughs) It is going to be slow. I mean, you don't get there overnight. 16 years is a long time. And so the process, of course, then insurance, you have to wait on this approval, that approval. But right now I am about three weeks out from having temporary legs that I can actually use at home. Again, it's going to be a process and my body is, you know, needing to yeah yeah, have a lot of rehab and and things like that but i should have a permanent prosthetics aid within a month after that so sometime around december the beginning of december or so before christmas before christmas and so then i have a i was on a game show last year and which one I won a trip. Let's make a deal. No kidding. So I did. I won a trip to Mexico. That's and awesome. So it That's- was. <laughs> and so the, the whole thing is I promised them I'm going to be walking on the beach in Mexico. And oh. I wanted, we're going to take videos and and do a whole press release and everything on this really wonderful adventure being able to do that. So that's fantastic. That's my goal in February. um, I need to be able to at least walk on that sand. Mm -hmm. So they they're, they're building legs right now that have the capability of being in the ocean water without a problem in sand. And so, yeah, yeah. So it's, ah, it's so exciting. That's (laughs) great. That is so, that is so cool. That is so cool. I I absolutely love your story. I knew like when I, when I first like read about you, it was just like, I definitely need this person on my show because <laughs> yeah. it's all about inspiration. It's all about motivation. It's all about adapting. It's all about creativity. And this is everything and more. And I'm just so excited to, to hear about this. Now, where can my listeners find you on social media? Yeah. So I am on Facebook of Talk of the Table Company. Mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram, Talk of the Table Company. 
Mm-hmm. My handle on TikTok is the Table Grilling Lady. Nice. I am on Clubhouse as the Table Grill Lady. Mm-hmm. No, yes, because there's three L's in a row. Table oh, Grill nice. Lady, three three L's. And um, oh, I have Talk of the Table Company is also uh, my. It's blanking on me. Oh, I'm sorry. Talk of the Table Company mm-hmm. is also my YouTube channel. Oh, fabulous. So, all over the place. <laughs> and and on the YouTube channel, you have like different different techniques or, you know, different recipes. Yeah, or- so we're building that up. Right now, we we kind of had a, a little bit of a, I wouldn't say hiatus, but there's going to mm-hmm. be a gap in how you change directions you do. You're tweaking everything. My daughter was here uh, and she was my partner in crime and doing all these. And now she's away at school. Mm -hmm. So kind of rethinking how I do that. And um, actually, we have been um, approached by some people about possibly doing some kind of uh, talk show or something around table grilling. Because. Oh, wow. We thought it would lend itself really well as a catalyst for yeah. talk, just yeah. kind of a diversion while people are just spilling their guts about whatever. Maybe they are um, musicians. Or- it's, it's almost like The View meets Rachel Ray kind of thing. Like, now, <laughs> yeah. you know, like everyone's like, you know, there's like a round table discussion, but an actual yeah. table right in the middle there. Yeah, something I'm thinking something funky and fun yeah. and getting some, like, you have some instruments going and you've got this dinner party that's happening and guests are coming and maybe we've got a couple of celebrities at the table and this talk starts happening, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get people off guard, maybe make their, the celebrities favorite dishes and and modify. They do that. They did that on, I know the WWE network had table for three for a while that had like, they had three, three different wrestling legends like they had one time it was Roddy Piper Cowboy Bob Orton and Gene Okerlund sitting there like three of them were talking about the old days about the 1980s talking about building up to the first Wrestlemania and it was just a really fun conversation it was just in a restaurant so it would be kind of like the same sort of setup right it's only you throw in like the extra I would I would go with Rachel Ray you like element just thinking just like right off the top of my head something that executives would look at and just say like ah yes once once they you know like see that they would just be like okay that's not exactly like bringing her in but who knows maybe like she can have you on as a means of like spinning off into into your own right yeah i mean we're looking at a lot of different possibilities and getting people in there maybe they're just celebrity chefs or i shouldn't say just they're Mm -hmm. wonderful celebrity chefs coming (laughs) in there and uh doing their spin on what they think table grilling should be. And oh, then yeah. maybe you have a celebrity who has uh, ties with um, Louisiana, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. so you bring in those kind of flavors on the grill and you teach them a little bit about how to do this. And meanwhile, we've got some fun music going in the background mm-hmm. and just some wonderful conversation over the grill. Sounds like sounds like something that would work really well in like the food network at say like 7 p.m. Yeah. or something like yeah. it's around the time when people are having dinner anyway and they look at this and they see how much fun everyone is having. And then it's just like, well, don't we have one of those? Well, let's break right. that out. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. We can join in. You yeah. can click on my Amazon store and buy them 
and have them delivered the next day. <laughs> oh, fabulous. Fabulous. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm definitely including those links in, in the show notes as well. So that way people yeah. can, that way everyone can just kind of click on it. I am like, I'm just flooded right now with so much inspiration just by talking with Christy and getting all of this amazing background on this company that I feel is ready to just go in, in so many, so many amazing places. And so I hope that all of you who have been listening are asking yourself the same question that Christy asked herself at the beginning of all this. Why not me? And just think about what you have that's that's at your disposal, the something that you can that is giving you some sort of inspiration that you have that sort of idea that you have an idea for like a product or a service or whatever. And you're just not feeling brave enough at that time to go ahead and make the leap, make the, make the damn leap, go ahead and do it. Ask yourself, why not me? And who knows where it's going to take you. It's taken talk of the table company, like in places that I know Christy did not expect, like when at the very beginning of all this, but it's just amazing to see not only how far it's gone, but also how much further it has the potential to go. So for Christy Hohen, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, Ever Upward, and I will see you next week. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Excelsior Journeys. I hope it was both inspiring and entertaining. Special thanks to Zach Comtois for providing new music for the intro and outro. Please take a moment to leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends and subscribe to your platform of choice by going to he'sgotit.com slash podcasts. While there, you can also fill out the application to be a guest, inquire about sponsorship opportunities, and click on the Buy Me a Coffee link if you wish to give your support to the show. All interaction is very much appreciated. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for the show, please direct it to george at he'sgotit.com.